Hi, welcome along to the Culture Matters podcast with myself, Lauren Kilner from our employer brand team. Have you ever wondered what it's like to work for the world's number one job site? Well, I'll be discovering the stories and challenges of Indeed employees as they live and breathe our mission of helping people get jobs. Stay tuned to hear what life is really like inside Indeed. Robin, welcome to Culture Matters. Thank you for being on our podcast today. Oh, thanks for having me, Lauren. So to kick off, can you tell me and our listeners, Robin, a little bit about yourself and what your role is here at Indeed? Yeah, so my name is Robin Rapp. I help lead the Job Seeker Data Science team here at Indeed. I joined in 2016 and have been absolutely thrilled to grow with the company over the years. I'm a sociologist by training, and in my spare time, I have a lot of different hobbies, which I'm thankful indeed gives me the space to do. So everything from improv comedy, lately I've been into sculpture and hanging out with my cat, Louie. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So a wide, a wide variety there over the last kind of six years you've been at Indeed, right? That's right. Yeah, I joined as a business intelligence analyst when there were six people on the team. That wow. team grew from six to 60 in a year. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it was really, it was really amazing and was just thrilled to be part of that. And I, I learned a ton and then went on to help found the product science team uh, and was just absolutely amazing to be part of the growth of that team and, and how we established ourselves as part of uh, Indeed's data science team here as well. Mm -hmm. So data science, you're talking to somebody that does not know much about data science at all. So talk to me about what, what is da data science and, and what is this team at Indeed? Yeah, it's a great question. It's actually a really tough one, uh, even for folks who do know what data science mm -hmm. is. It's it's kind of an amorphous field, Lauren. You know, it's if you you know, I remember when uh, I was considering leaving academia to join industry, and I showed my resume to a couple friends, and I said, "Well, I know how to code, and I do." You know, I run regressions, which is a, a form of um, statistical analysis where you take inputs and you try and predict outputs. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I went to these friends and I said, you know, what what is this? You know, I didn't been in school my whole life. And my parents are both small business owners and actually mm -hmm. use Indeed to hire Oh. And yeah, which is really fun. I love that. I yeah. love that. I slipped you a 50 under the table. Before. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, di you didn't. Uh, but if, I, if my dad ever listens, he's going to get a kick out of this. But oh, brilliant. Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, I, I really didn't know, you know, what jobs were out there in industry. And mm -hmm. so I started just, you know, going to friends and being like, what is this? And they said, well, you're you know, you know how to code and you know statistics. So you're a data scientist. And I said, well, what the heck is a data scientist? And it, mm. it actually turns out it's a, it's a challenging question to answer. Um, my, my colleague and friend Clint Shagan actually wrote a really great blog post on this a few years back called there's no such thing as a data scientist because the field really encapsulates so many different kinds of skills. There's everything from 
uh, software engineering and, and coding mm-hmm. skills to statistics to the domain expertise and knowledge that you need to help drive decision making. There, there may be, you know, uh, you know, really, it's just, it's just really kind of a wide field. And the challenge is that what one company calls a data scientist could be very different than what mm-hmm. another company calls a data scientist. We've mm-hmm. actually seen that borne out in our own data here at Indeed. We, we've, it's, it's actually fascinating. You can pull the skills of particular jobs and see how it's changed over time for different, what data science gets called over the mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. right? So we did an analysis of this a few years back and saw, hey, Python is growing and growing as a skill for data science and, and mm. R is kind of staying steady or, hey, we're seeing more, you know, analytic skills and production machine learning, right? So, uh, you know, here at Indeed, the way that we kind of handle this is we have two distinct data science roles, product scientists and data scientists. And, mm-hmm. and both of these, I'll note, are directly embedded on the product teams they support. They're not what's mm-hmm. called a centralized function where you're collecting, you know, requirements across the business and supporting and prioritizing across the business. Rather, mm-hmm. you're on one product supporting that product and you're, you're directly you know, a member of that team. And so here at Indeed, uh, we have data scientists and product scientists, and our data scientists work to develop, deploy, and monitor machine learning in our production systems using Python and Java. They're working closely with software engineers to make sure Mm -hmm. that the architecture of their uh, deployed models is uh, efficient and performant. By contrast, our product scientists do deep statistical analysis. They're conducting opportunity sizing to measure our impact. They're helping run rigorous A-B tests and other methods like surveys. They might use uh, machine learning techniques to understand our job seekers or our employers better and Mm -hmm. deliver product recommendations, right? Now, I say we have these two roles. In practice, there's a lot of overlap that you you might hear. I've kind of highlighted some of the the differences here, but... Mm -hmm. You know, for both roles, there's, you know, domain knowledge that that needs to, to be there to help, you know, drive product impact. There's uh, coding, you know, using Python. Sometimes R, uh, I can hear all of my R friends, like, raising their arms like yeah r <laughs> there's always there's always the fo- so so lauren r is a, a a another coding language like python and there is okay. uh, folks folks who love r really love r and um we could spend a whole podcast talking about this but i'm, I'm gonna <laughs> i'm glad you explained that <laughs> yeah because all yeah. i was thinking was oh dear what what's r I'm like, <laughs> it's the sound a pirate makes r <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, no, yeah, yeah. How do you explain that? Yeah, yeah. And the what would you say is the biggest goal for the science teams at Indeed this year? Um, yeah. Do you all have a specific goal that that you're all kind of looking to achieve this year? Yeah, I mean, there's actually a variety of different science teams here at Indeed. Everything from you know our HR analytics team to enterprise customers to our small business customers. We have a, a really exciting AI ethics team. Uh, you know, my my 
my team's purview is the job seeker here at mm-hmm. Indeed. And so our goal really is helping to really directly those 220 million unique job seekers worldwide get jobs. I, I love my area of the business. I got to be honest because mm-hmm. we're directly helping our job seekers. And I find that extremely rewarding and compelling. Mm-hmm. Part of what that means, Lauren, is, you know, I take my job very seriously because, you know, job hunting is one of life's scariest and most stressful mm-hmm. times. I mean, I remember, you know, it's, it's, I'm a little far removed from it now, but just, you know, there's all this uncertainty. You, you don't really know what's going to happen next. There's a lot of anxiety, you know, and it's, it's your well-being for you and your mm-hmm. family. And so I see our role as job seeker data scientists, hey, how do we use our skills to make the job hunt easier and less painful mm-hmm, for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's incredible. Talk about living and breathing our mission every single day. And I know a lot of us at Indeed do as part of our roles, but it sounds from, from what you've just told me, your team specifically, just how close you are to, to the job seeker and, and, and how you're trying to, to make their experience more, more positive yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and I'll be, I'll be honest, it keeps me up at night sometimes, mm, you know, mm. like, because it's, I can imagine. you know, it's, 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 we've really been empowered to help people. And if we don't get it right, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of at stake here for people's mm-hmm. livelihood and, and well-being, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so, you know, our, our team oversees a, a wide variety of models in production. It's everything from our core search engine and ranking algorithm, um, which has been, you know, my, my focus the last few years. And I've really enjoyed learning about that space, fraud mm-hmm. detection to protect our job seekers from bad actors, mm-hmm. how we extract metadata. So like pieces of information from the job description and the profile so that we can better match people. Mm-hmm. So like, for instance, how do we know, you know, okay, this job requires a trucking license, what's known as a CDL license. You Mm -hmm. know, how do we know that from the job description, given all the different ways that employers write job descriptions, Mm -hmm. extract that, and then use that to match job seekers with relevant experience in their, in their resume. Right. Incredible. Incredible. I, yes, that, no, that's great. And I think I'm learning <laughs> amongst, I will imagine some of our listeners will be as well, but that's, it's really fascinating to see how all the pieces of the puzzle are kind of come together with, with your team and what roles um, at the moment would you say are available across the data science team indeed for um, in your knowledge at the moment, because there's been quite, there is quite a lot of expansion, I know, at the moment, and, and there is set to be more throughout this year. Um, yeah, but what do you envision uh, being available kind of across these teams? Yeah, it's wild, Lauren. I mean, so I know that there's a ton of growth across data science and indeed, I can speak for our group and Job Seeker. And we're more than doubling this year. Mm-hmm. We currently have about 32 scientists on the team. Uh, and to double that in a year is, is it's really an auspicious goal. And I'm, 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 I'm really excited about it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we're really, really hiring for pretty much all levels and roles right now. So it's several managers and senior managers overseeing our discovering communications team, our profile team, our metadata team, and our recommendations team. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, and I, I, I wanted to kind of highlight a little bit of what those teams do. The discovery and communications team is really, hey, how do we help facilitate job seekers through all of our different surfaces mm-hmm. uh, in their journey? So it's when you get to the home page, how do we make sure that that's working for you? The mm-hmm. the search engine result page or the SERP. So when somebody searches and, and the results, how do we you know help help job seekers get jobs. Um, mm-hmm. you know, our messaging client, which is increasingly important, um, as a source of how job seekers and employers connect with each other. There's our profile team, which is, you know, how do we recommend, uh, different skills that job seekers can put on their resume to show that they're qualified for jobs. There's a lot of actually interesting parsing challenges that, that, that mm-hmm. team handles, uh, the metadata team, which I kind of highlighted a little bit earlier about a bit about what that team does, but there's also like a location potentially and a, a salary component. Um, you know, job seekers really care about salary transparency and it's a, it's a big goal of ours this year, actually, to try and do our part to help job seekers know the salary before they even apply to the job and waste mm-hmm. their time and the employer's time. For sure. For and, sure. Then if, and I think know, any of us that have looked for roles or, or new jobs, you know, historically, I think one of the largest frustrations is around, you know, yeah. not enough salary transparency or applying for roles and potentially totally. not having the salary on, on a specific job description. But it's been really interesting, actually, to, to hear you talk more yeah. around this because Chris Hines has obviously talked uh, towards the end of last year and again this year about just how important it is for us to be thinking about the job seeker and how much more it's, it's one of our overall goals that indeed this year is to focus on the job seeker and, and this whole process so I understand yeah. now why your team is growing the way it is and it makes yeah. a lot of sense because obviously how can we improve things for the job seeker without having teams like yourself at, at indeed yeah absolutely i mean chris chris our ceo is just really i i think his leadership throughout the pandemic is really i mean i could we could spend the whole rest of the podcast about me like <laughs> totally fangirling about how that that went mm-hmm. but um you know i think I, I mentioned some of the manager roles you know i i also want to highlight we have some senior individual contributor contributor or ic roles at the okay. staff and principal level for both data and product scientists too we're really we're really building out our ranking and recommendations team And so folks who have that background or who are eager to learn more about search ranking and recommendation systems Mm -hmm. are going to be really excited for these more senior IC roles. Um, No, that's, that's great. And with expansion, I think, I think we'll definitely both know as we're both coming up to the five and six year mark that indeed with expansion comes excitement. However, there are also challenges with all of this. What in What, in your words, would you say are the things to be excited about? But alongside that, what what are the challenges that job seekers potentially that will apply to to work on these teams are going to face this year? It's going to be a bumpy ride, right? It's not just going to be plain sailing. It never is when we're we're all trying to get better, you know? Totally. No, it's such a good question. I mean, Lauren, you know, I'm... 
I hope my excitement comes through. I, you know, people, people often call me a bit of a cheerleader and I, I really, I'm not very coordinated. I don't know how good of a cheerleader I actually would be, but <laughs> the things I'm, I think I'm mostly excited about are getting fresh ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, we know from social science research that diverse teams fuel innovation and, you know, diversity can mean all different kinds of things like different backgrounds. Right. So on the data and product science team, we have degrees with everything from marine biology to sociology, like myself, physics, chemistry, statistics, marketing, business analytics, Mm. you know, I'm, I'm really eager that with all of the remote work options. And I will say like all of these roles are, are feasible to be remote that, that I'm highlighting here, that we're going to get an even more diverse team with new ideas because people Mm -hmm. from different locations are Mm going to be joining our team. I've seen this already in the last year, just being able to bring on fresh perspectives. I mean, I've just been so excited by some of the folks that we've brought on in the last six to nine months, they're, they're just so their excitement is absolutely contagious. And Mm -hmm. these are extremely smart, eager to learn folks, you know, both the new folks and the existing folks here at Indeed. There's a, and, and I think there's going to be just tremendous opportunity for people Mm -hmm. to grow in their careers. For sure. uh, For sure. Yeah. You mentioned too, you know, some of the challenges, Uh, you know, uh, look, I gotta be honest you know, I'm a, I studied, you know, how people like work from home and how it affects their social lives and Mm -hmm. how the internet affects the way that people build community. And I don't know how we navigate this world of hybrid work. I'm really curious to see how Mm -hmm. that plays out. You know, how do you build a team remotely with so much growth and make sure that it's a cohesive team? Mm -hmm. How do you Mm -hmm. make sure that, you know, we're maintaining Indeed's value of inclusion. You know, mm-hmm. I live near an office. I'm actually recording this from our, our downtown office and, and mm-hmm. looking at our, our brand new Indeed building that is mm-hmm. stunning. And, you know, I'm excited to be back. It's really been wonderful. And But there's still so much uncertainty with this pandemic and, and how we kind of navigate, okay, what does it mean to be hybrid or remote now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I, I, absolutely, and it's and it's a, a a broader subject than I think we could even touch on, you know, in 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 our chat today because it is it's it's going to be very interesting to see how things pan out for everyone. But it's like totally on, um, the the expansion of the talent pool now available to recruiters and hiring managers and and even job seekers, you know they can now apply for jobs that they never would have been able to before. Oh yeah. I mean, I've got folks who I would have, that you know, three years ago, we would have either needed to say, you know, Hey, you need to move to near an office or, or I'm sorry, it won't work. And Mm -hmm. you're absolutely right. I mean, I've got folks kind of all over, we've have folks in our team, you know, really all over Mm -hmm. the, the world now. And it's really amazing. No, it's, it's it's fantastic. And I know working on a global team myself, it is great to have access to so many different people with so many different backgrounds and values and beliefs and skill sets. Um, but again, you know, as we think about the, the culture, right, the 
what some of us would have looked at as the old indeed culture was spending time in the office with with other employees you know it was nice offices it was lunch in the office there was this whole happy culture I guess for indeed when we were all in the offices but the reality of us all working from home isolated and some of us being more alone than others I guess how how do you think that has impacted the culture across the data science teams or how do you make sure that there is still a culture across these teams yeah. while teams working from home? Man, we could spend an hour talking about mm. this. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just, I think that before we headed into the pandemic, we really have and, and continue to have a really strong data science culture here at Indeed. You've got extremely mm-hmm. smart, eager to learn, you know, folks. There's a lot of support for professional development and going to conferences and taking courses here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, folks want to help each other. It's an extremely collaborative team. And I think it comes with the territory of, hey, we hire people who want to help people. Get mm-hmm. jobs. And so that means we hire people who want to help people in other ways. So yeah. there's a, a lot of mentorship, a lot of sharing of work. I think we're really tr- at this stage in the pandemic trying to be really intentional to make sure that as we onboard people remotely, mm-hmm. we're keeping that spirit. So a lot of what I'm going to be doing this year is hey, how do we connect you with a buddy? How do we have, you yeah. know, a safe space for you to share? work and get feedback and, you know, come up with a simple solution first and then iterate, you know, how do we make sure that folks, um, you know, feel like they're part of a team. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I think with, you know, with shared places and spaces like the office, you can kind of just naturally, let that unfold with, you know, repeat positive social interactions in a shared space. With Zoom, you have to be a lot more intentional about that. Mm -hmm. And so that's actually really top of mind for me this year. And I think anybody who I, you know, me and the team would bring on this, this year, I think would be, you know, eager to learn and, and figure out how to do that with us. Um, and, and, and understand that that's an important part of, of the culture here. Wow, that's fantastic. And it's, and it's great, great to hear. And I'm sure it's top of mind for a lot of teams, you know, at the moment where some offices will be opening up at limited capacity whilst others will not. Um, but trying to put myself in a job seeker's shoes, uh, seeing as I haven't moved, moved roles even myself in, in five or six years, you know, it, it's it seems scary and it seems daunting and you know sometimes the comfortable shoe is the nicest one to wear you know um so I guess for for people that that could or would be interested in applying to to join your team Robin it's great for them to to understand that they will have a thorough onboarding process you know buddies and just that those conversations are taking place, I think, is the most important thing for a lot of people that they they realize they they won't be joining, you know, a remote role on the team and then left. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Not thrown in the deep end. No. Absolutely. No. no. So look, that that that's great. And last but not least, so from your perspective, is there anything else that you would like to include in, I guess, our chat today for any job seekers that will be looking to to join? the team? 
Yeah. Oh man. There's, there's a lot I could say about this. I mean, I would say, you know, this is going to, these roles are going to be a good fit for someone who wants to work in an extremely interesting product space. I mean, we're talking the core search engine here. I just, there's, I've worked in this space for, you know, four years now and I'm still learning. I find it Mm -hmm. fascinating. Um, and it's, we're really like expanding to new kind of product lines this year by, uh, you know, expanding to more of a recommendation system space and personalization of, um, the homepage feed. So there's, there's just a a huge impact to help millions of people. And so if you find that compelling to be able to do, you know, product science, data science, machine learning at scale, in a way that is helping people and working with extremely smart and caring people, uh, you know, this is a really cool opportunity. And and I'll just note, you know, all of these roles are eligible to be remote, mm-hmm. in office, hybrid, depending on somebody's preference. You okay. know, and we're we're predominantly hiring in in North America. We do have some APAC roles. Um, you know, we're open to Canada or Mexico. You can work remotely. Um, and uh, I, I love the flexibility of being able to work remotely personally. I'm based in mm-hmm. Austin, and uh, my sister's actually having a, a baby uh, in in about five months here, and so I'm excited to be able to, you know, go and go to Phoenix and support her, and and mm-hmm. even work out of the Scottsdale office in June for a bit when when her baby's Amazing. due. Yeah, Amazing. so it's just the the work life balance piece, you know, I think. I think it's just so huge. And the amount that Indeed has been able to support individuals and families the last two years, um, I think folks really should should know that this is a an environment where, you know, family family comes first and Absolutely. there's there's, you know, uh policies and um a lot of institutional support for that here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And our U days being a great example, it kind of feels that every time a U day comes about and it's gone again, it's here again. I'm oh. like, oh, we're off next Friday, yeah. and I'm it's, like, fantastic. Oh yeah, for folks who, who who are listening in and aren't familiar with U days, so so U days, uh, we have a company holiday in addition to just typical holidays once a month. So uh, this last month in January here in the U.S., we had the Friday uh, before MLK Day off, Mm -hmm. and it was just wonderful to have, you know, an extended space uh, to just kind of, you know, rest, recuperate. Mm -hmm. Um, It's great. Now, and I know a little trick of mine, I hope hope I'm not telling too many people my secret, but has just been being able to book off you know the Thursday or the Monday alongside the U day oh totally all all of a sudden having these four day weekends a couple of times a year but not using up much holiday yeah anyway I'm not going to say too much more about my (laughs) tips and tricks for time off because (laughs) I mean it's unlimited here we have we have an open PTO policy I mean you're like you're talking about like all these tactics and strategy I mean Lauren I took the entire month of December off and I went to my boss Ben Link 
you know, bless him. And I said, Hey Ben, you know, I, I really am, you know, the pandemic I think is catching up to me. I, I want to make sure I'm recuperated for, you know, all the growth we're going to have this year. And I said, I think I need to take December just totally off. He didn't even bat an eye. He was like, yeah, go for it. It was fantastic. Awesome. And I I should say, it wasn't like I had to like save up my days and squirrel them away. Like a, like a, like throwing nuts, you know, under the, like, like a squirrel, like, you know, like, like, ah, my precious PTO. No, it was like, I I lost count Uh, of how much PTO I took last year. And you know what? I still exceeded expectations for all of our, our product. Well, that's that's it. That's it. Right. You know, and and I, I think that is, you know, it's, it's a nice thing to talk about because definitely I've, I've noticed as well, you know, where, where indeed allows people to take off this time or they are very supportive of people's work-life balance is what that means in the long run is people want to achieve more and they want to work harder and they're always present when they need to be present, you know, so it helps get good work done. Yeah, um, totally. Well, listen, Robin, thank you so much for being on Culture Matters. It has been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. Thank you for teaching me about data science and thank you for letting our listeners know more about this team and what what growth is in store for this year. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Warren. This was a real treat. Thanks for listening on the Culture Matters podcast, Inside Indeed. You can see more of our employee stories on social by following the Inside Indeed hashtag. And if you'd like to learn a little bit more about where Indeed is hiring, you can visit www.indeed.jobs.